It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available on iHeartRadio every morning and also on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcasts from. It is a Wednesday morning. I hope your week is going as well as it could be. It's the 30th day for November for 2022. And coming up, we've got a really interesting discussion. We're going to be talking about auctions and whether or not you can auction a property with just one bidder and if you can, how to work with a one-bidder auction. So if you're thinking about listing your property, this is something you'll want to listen to for sure. So Fabian is going to be in to break all of that down with you and I. And there seems to be a bit of optimism in the air, and I'm not just talking about the one-bidder auctions. Yes, a bit of optimism in the air, and it's funny how the warmer temperatures can do that to the Aussie psyche and the property market. But more than a few commentators are predicting next year could see a positive bounce in the market with a rise of up to 8 or even 9% for 2023. That sounds promising. The caveat is that the RBA doesn't hike interest rates past 4% and then starts to reduce them in the second half of 2023. Well, I guess we don't have a particularly long period of time to wait with 2023 marching and looming large. And have you noticed like me that the cash tills are ringing. Of course, the RBA is hoping to reel in people's spending. I think probably that won't stand a chance and the Christmas spending bubble is going to be out of control. That, all of that, we are going to find out, I guess, soon enough. We talk with leading property commentators with analysis, predictions, forecasts and what's trending every morning from 630 It's the main centre forecast with PRD, selling smarter every day. And checking on your weather today for Wednesday and Sydney expecting partly cloudy skies should be mainly dry with a high of 23 degrees. Also a dry day with cloudy conditions in Melbourne with 21. In Brisbane, showers increasing today with 23. And in Perth today, also dry conditions and 35 is your forecast. It's your weekday real estate breakfast with news, interviews and predictions every morning on the Real Estate Podcast. Let's talk Melbourne property and auctions, a podcast series with Fabian Sinelli. Well, if you're a vendor thinking about bringing your property to market and have this question running through your mind, and that is, do I sell with a private sale or do I run an auction campaign? Now, if you are asking yourself that question, don't worry because you're not alone. Many people are swilling that around in their heads, pondering which way should I go, left or right. So let's bring in Fabian Sinelli, Managing Director and Auctioneer from EYS Auctions. And good morning to you, Fabian. Welcome to the last day for November. Good morning, Craig. Yeah, the last day of November. Yeah, that came around very quick, didn't it? Just how busy have you been? Uh, Because it's almost that time to reflect over the year. 
Yeah, very busy. It's It's been a really consistent year, but I think it's no surprise that the volume throughout the year has been significantly reduced over the last couple of years and especially post that COVID boom that we had. But what I have found is that the last 45 days for us and, you know, including the, including the coming weeks heading into Christmas, it's by far been our busiest period and, and we're going to be experiencing a lot of auction volume. And I think I calculated the other day that we've got 180 auctions booked in between now until Christmas. So there's, there's a fair bit of chunk there to get through. It's interesting because the the auctions themselves, they have posed, I guess, a challenge for auctioneers, for companies like yourself. But today's subject is really interesting because we're having a look at one bidder auctions and whether they are actually worth running. What a great topic. It's one of my favourite topics to talk about because it's probably the one qualm that vendors have in regards to cancelling or withdrawing an auction if they've only got one bit of left. And to answer your question, are they still worth running? Absolutely. If the auction does get cancelled or withdrawn, it can have huge ramifications for the sellers because the market will naturally assume the property had no interest. Now, once they think that, the property will only generate lowball offers or even worse, deter buyers away thinking that something is wrong with the home. I've started to really encourage our clients to always persist with the auction, even with one bidder, because not only can you close the deal with that bidder, but you may also have other buyers coming to the auction you weren't expecting, so we can't close the door on that last minute buying opportunity. You just need to trust the process. Yeah. And uh, what are the advantages? Because people will be curious to know this. What are the advantages to the sellers, to vendors of this one bidder auction? Well, firstly, they still have an auction, which means they are still opening up the chance to sell the property unconditionally. Now, let's not forget that even with one bidder, Craig, they still have two because as the auctioneer, we can place vendor bids to try and create that competitive environment. The other obvious advantage to the seller is that they can still sell the property on or above their reserve. Importantly, though, Sometimes auction success isn't about selling on the day. If the buyer chooses not to commit on auction day, the agent can create post-auction urgency by announcing that buyers subject to finance, for example, can now come forward with their offer. But seeing as that bidder is there to buy unconditionally, we can really push for that transaction before then opening the property up to the other buyers. And I think that is a great reason to stay committed to the auction. I mean, that's really one of the main reasons, if not the main reason why we go to auction anyway, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. And how can you create that buzz factor, I guess, the the competition with just that one bidder? A lot of people will be curious to know that. The auction needs to be structured around the bidder. The agent and auctioneer need to chat with the bidder pre-auction and then let them know exactly where the auction will start, what vendor bids will be placed and where. Let's say the bidder has the capacity and wants to bid up to 900,000. We want to be starting our auction 10% below that so we have room to play with. The auctioneer might want to start at 820, buyer bids back at 840, auctioneer back at 860, and then buyer back at 880. Keep it at a maximum of three bids. What's important here is to stay a touch below the buyer's capacity to leave room in the tank for negotiation. If you hit their limit, they're going to be out before you can negotiate any further. From here, you can now engage in a private chat with the buyer about where they need to be to buy the property. 
Yeah, yes, those private uh, conversations, uh, they're critical, as you've mentioned, and I think that probably leads me to this question, and that is, how can the sole bidder pay the price that the vendor wants? Well, what I'm about to tell you now is a, is a very left-field and unconventional approach, but I've used it many times, and I'm going to be honest, I reckon 75% of the time it comes off. Now, when I'm made aware of a one-bidder auction, I encourage my vendor to give me two reserve prices. Initially, when they tell me their auction reserve, I keep that in my back pocket in case we've got competitive bidding. But then I ask them for another one, should it be a one-bidder auction, if the property is passed in, which is generally going to be 5% higher than the auction reserve. This gives me the power to negotiate with the buyer. I usually let the auction play out like the scenario I just mentioned before. Get the bidder to bid two to three times against my vendor bids and then take a break. At the mid-auction break, I and the agent will speak directly to the bidder and explain where the reserve price is. Now, at this point, I tell them that if they increase their bid to the auction reserve, the property will be announced on the market and be sold to them at that price should there be no more bids. And clearly there won't because they're the sole bidder. Alternatively, if they don't increase their offer, I will pass it into them, but the reserve price will be altered to the higher amount. And that's that passed in reserve that I mentioned before, that 5% higher one, because the property is reverting to a private sale. So to give the buyer a sense of empowerment and to get them committed to bidding and actually buying it under the hammer, they know they can buy it at X level which is lower than what they would need to pay if the property is passed in. Buyers need to feel that they're having a win in that scenario. So it's important to do that. But in return, Craig, you've achieved the sale for the vendor at the reserve price with only one bidder. And that clearly is working really well because, as you say, you've had all these auctions and a number of the auctions have just been the the sole bidder and you've been able to manoeuvre them into their mindset because often you'll have a sole bidder thinking, what am I doing here? I'm the only person here. You know, there can be this thought process where they're not really engaged with where you're trying to get them to go. I've had more one-bidder auctions this year than any year in my entire auctioneering career, and it's really taught me the art of transparency to the sole bidder because when you've got just one bidder, you haven't got the luxury of creating that competition with them unless you use vendor bids, but you're going to get some buyers that are going to read between the lines and go, well, this auctioneer is just trying to push the property price up. I'm the only bidder here, so I'm going to call my jets. And that happens a lot too, so it's really important to be direct with them and private with them and let them know, hey, look, you are are the only one here. We do have conditional interest should we pass the property in, but we want to be selling today. If you want to buy the property today, this is the reserve price. Now, more often than not, a lot of agents don't reveal that reserve price to the bidders on auction day. And when you do it to the sole bidder, they're very, they're, they're thrown back by that because they think to themselves, wow, we've, we've just been told where the reserve is. We could actually buy the property today at that price. It's pretty simple, Craig. You've got a one-bidder auction, you tell that one bidder where the reserve is. If you've got multiple bidders, well, then you just have a traditional auction and engage in that competitiveness. But it's very important to be engaging in that chat with that buyer pre-auction so they're prepared and not frustrated. Well, it certainly sounds like you are going to be busy between now and Christmas time. So we'll leave it there. That's a good place to cool our jets and enjoy your day. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks' time just before Christmas. Thanks, Craig. Take care. Speak to you soon. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 